Thanks for tuning in to High on Horror. I'm Drew. And I'm John. This episode and every future episode is dedicated to the horror hounds and smokers out there who want to expand their knowledge of the genre and have a good time. We're going to catch up on a movie that we haven't gotten to talk about yet. Eli Roth's holiday slasher, Thanksgiving. We know it's Christmas time now, and we hope that you're uh, still okay with habits of Thanksgiving second, though, because we're going to review it. I mean, turkey's still okay for Christmas for some people. Damn right it is. It worked in a Christmas story. (laughs) Stick around today on High on on Horror. Horror. Interviews, reviews, and the latest news all rolled into one. If you hear that train of choo-chooing, then you know it's time for Strain Wreck, the segment of our show where we talk about what we're getting wrecked on. John, what do we got today, man? Uh, we got some jealousy again. Hey, uh, jealousy. <laughs> we, uh, yeah, I haven't, uh, like, I think last episode as well. I need I need to get back to the uh, dispensary, but. Uh, you're just making your shit last a long time. I am, dude. I'm going through shit quick, bro. I you got still a, have shit I got, I got a ball ago. on a budget, my guy. <laughs> 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 uh i got a 21.11 percent so just like last week another high high uh thc count but uh actually it's kind of a little bit of a, a salad here of this and some more of that can of blitz oh okay but uh next episode i think we should hopefully have some uh new weeds for you <laughs> so uh i mean since it's past uh we can talk about instead of what we were what what we're gonna do. What uh did did you do for Thanksgiving? Oh, we're talking about what we did for Thanksgiving. Okay, Thanksgiving at Christmas. Uh, well, I just we got tired of uh of always going over people's houses. You know, we have kids now. We have our own family. Tired of getting dragged around. Tired of Especially having two kids to have to yeah have to, to contend with. Right, tired of people expecting us to go places dragging us around always having to do things everybody else's way so this year we said you know what we're staying home and we're gonna do thanksgiving at our place our way we're gonna you know we made a nice feast and it was just us and we sent out invites to people and you know who came came and who didn't call who didn't didn't but the point was was that if if seeing us that one time a year is so goddamn important then maybe other people can make the effort to come visit us instead of us having to make the trip to them. If it's so important to see us that one time every year, you'd be surprised how little people showed up. <laughs> but you know what? It's better that way. It was very small and private, and uh, I had a really, really good time, actually. What about you? Oh, I was just going to say, I'd rather go to somebody's house because then I don't have to clean up really much afterwards. <laughs> it's on them. So. I helped my wife cook and clean everything. We watched planes, trains, and automobiles. Uh, we actually celebrated ours a day early because I worked on Thanksgiving. Uh, okay. I didn't mind working on Thanksgiving because it's pretty decent pay. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, we, t- we took the kids over to my sister's and we got uh, a Bob Evans meal. Oh, nice. Okay. You just picked it up, and uh, it came with instructions. and So I guess technically I cooked Thanksgiving dinner, but all <laughs> I really did was reheat everything. But it came with, uh, oh, dude, those green beans that have, like, those weird-looking pieces of ham in there. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. ain't nobody ate those. I was like, why am I even cooking these? Uh, nobody here is going to eat these. Like, <laughs> why? Why Why? Why did I even take out a pot for this? Did you have leftovers? Were you eating leftovers for a while? Uh, I was at my sister's, so. Oh, okay. But then it So work, she kept the leftovers? At work, they got us uh, 
food from uh, Limestone Barbecue. I'm just going to say, I pushed to have Bertucci's again. And later, again. somebody else was like, oh, yeah, we should have just had Bertucci's again. Because that was the driest, most disgusting turkey I've ever oh, seen. Oh, no, really? From a Limestone Barbecue. Oh, shit. Nobody liked it? Nobody liked it. Oh, man. Well, I mean, I guess people must have liked it because they ate it. <laughs> Oh jeez, the weed the weeds came back up and got me. But I mean, I mean, some people still did eat it. But I, dude, I took that out. There was some gravy in the fridge. I just fucking dumped and covered that shit with uh, gravy because that shit was so dry. Like Christmas vacation when they're trying to drown the fucking dry ass turkey and gravy. But yeah, I didn't do uh, too much. But uh, so you kept it small and low key too. And you know what? You have a kid too, so that's good sometimes. Small and low key. Yeah, it's uh, he just mostly uh, sat there. He he had Similac, so <laughs> he grubbed. Yeah, maybe 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 next year he'll have some turkey. All right. Well, look before we get into talking about the actual movie Thanksgiving, I just want to uh, go into a little thing here <laughs> that I have to say. I have to say this. All right. Before we get I'm into a, Thanksgiving. I'm going into a rant. I'm going to just choke myself some more with this bone. You want to call it a rant? Sure. I just, I want to take a second to shoot straight here. I'm going to tell it like it is kind of guy. I'm an honest critic. We're both honest critics. And I've voiced my distaste for Eli Roth several times over the course of our show. So going into Thanksgiving, I did not have a lot of hope or high expectations. I honestly didn't even see it. The reason being, I feel like Roth's fame and recognition weren't earned. He made his first film. And I know that's coming from me. Like, who's this no-name podcaster, you know? And uh, he's directed Hollywood movies still, okay? You know, that's my opinion. He made his first film, Cabin Fever, in 2002. And went on to do Hostel in 2005, which is overrated as hell. It's a gritty gore fest with unlikable characters and terrible dialogue that sounds like it were written by a drunk person unfamiliar with how to speak English or comprehend how real people interact. But Quentin Tarantino has so much pull in Hollywood that he sees Hostel and says, Hey, everyone, Eli Roth is the next big thing. And everyone bought it. Two years later, Hostel 2, a little better, but not as good, came out. All of a sudden, Hollywood is looking at Eli Roth like he's the next big thing, like he's their horror maestro and, and who like their their go to, and everyone bought it, you know. And, and he's putting his name on a bunch of movies as if he's John Carpenter or something, or someone who's done something to have their opinion held in such high regard. And he hadn't. He was an overrated rookie, despite graduating film school summa cum laude in 1994 at New York University. He knows his way around a camera, but making movies, not so much. That's why we saw Eli Roth presents on a bunch of shit from the early 2000s. He produced The Last Exorcism. Sucked. Aftershock. Awful. The Last Exorcism Part 2. The Sacrament. Finally a good one, but I credit Ty West for that. Then in 2013, Eli went went on to make The Poor Man's Cannibal Holocaust with The Grain Inferno. Clown from 2014 was the last thing halfway decent that he put his name on. He was a producer, but he's produced a lot since he even has history of horror was good. He even <laughs> had right. That's here. I go. That's what I was getting into that. He even has his own shows. Eli Roth presents history of horror, but then we get Eli Roth presents my possessed cat. <laughs> that's dead serious. Eli Roth presents a ghost ruined my <sighs> life. Eli Roth presents the Legion of exorcists. I mean, come on. So as you can see, you know, John, your hate for Rob Zombie is equal to my dread of Eli Roth. I love Cabin Fever 
And as a horror fan, I appreciate him. I was deep into learning Italian horror film when I heard him talk about Jallos, the ones that he liked, and I really respect him as a fan of the genre. Honestly, though, Knock Knock is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I almost forgot he even directed that. I am genuinely surprised that he still got work after that movie. Uh, all that said, I still remember watching the fake Grindhouse trailer for Thanksgiving and wishing it were a real movie. Everyone did. Eli Roth's greatest movie hadn't been made yet. That That is what we want. This is what we want. For some reason, he's never done a slasher, and a cheerleader jumping up and down on a trampoline and doing a split in midair and coming down crouch first, crouch, crouch, really, coming down crotch first on a knife on a tramp under her trampoline? Are you kidding me? Sign me up. You know, <laughs> he directed a short film called Thanksgiving as well, and that's a waste of time. But I still believed Eli had a great movie in him, despite being underwhelmed by his body of work. So here we are about 16 years later, and Eli Roth carves us up what we've all been asking for. We'll be discussing this review with spoilers, so I hope you're ready to hear the details. So, uh, okay, we haven't even started into the movie yet. <laughs> you were just we're, ripping we're, the bong while I was going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're several minutes in. I'm over here dying. Cause I just... <laughs> Anyway, Thanksgiving is a uh, 2023 film. Uh, if you didn't know by now, it was directed by Eli Roth. <laughs> uh, it takes place in Plymouth, Mass. Uh, I was surprised. I don't know. I don't know why I'm surprised, but I mean, it's perfect to put it in Plymouth for Thanksgiving. And uh, we have a uh, Black Friday riot that ends in tragedy. And then we get a wielding uh, axe wielding maniac a year later. Going around and uh, getting some revenge kills. John Carver. John Carver. John Carver? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I also wanted to say, speaking of my uh, food at work, that turkey in that movie was dry as fuck. Oh my God, yes. Dude. I saw when they were carving. I was yes. like, oh my God. Okay. Let's get to Black Friday. Because <laughs> this, this was my favorite part of the entire movie. Even though it was like super early in. Dude, how are you dying and making sure you grabbing that waff waffle iron? I know that's what was. I think that was the humor behind it. Was just how like ridiculous, how brutal everything was that was going on, all to get a waffle iron. Dude, you know how I do this. I'll write down a note and then I'll go back to it later and not know what I meant. But I just remember there was an insult. It had me dying. I don't even remember who said it, but the woman was like, "Go back to Fraggle Rock." Oh yeah. <laughs> Dude, the guy, and also the guy filming the YouTube video, that shit Oh, yeah, that dying. was good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just watching the shit happen, just standing on top it of a register. It was one of the friends. I, yeah. But like, standing on the <laughs> register. <laughs> Evan, that was, I believe it was Evan. Yeah, he, uh, that's the, the character's name. Yeah, he was just standing there holding the phone, watching people getting destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> you have anything you would add about the Black Friday? I just want to say that that's got to be the most savage and brutal black friday scene that we've ever seen like on any film not just a horror film i've never seen black friday depicted that i mean shopping cart concerto <laughs> yeah i mean dude. it was yeah it was, it was absolutely devastating that black dude, that was that shit brought it that was like that was really people like acting like animals want to talk about like act like you know people say that all the time you know you're acting like animals like that was acting like animals those motherfuckers were wild in that store and honestly that was that one was of the his homage was, to his own movie hostel that fucking <laughs> whole black friday thing yeah i i just uh i 
I think that if I were John Carver, I would definitely want revenge too. I just immediately couldn't stand that town after seeing all that. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, the whole Bobby and Evan thing. Yeah. Because we'll get into this. Feels like a lot of an homage to a lot of slashers, kind of like uh, Hatchet. Yeah. Uh, the whole Bobby and Evan thing to me felt like. They took uh, Ray and Max from I Know What You Did last summer and just expanded it to a bigger part of the story. Yeah, I feel that. I can understand. With uh, Johnny Galecki and uh, uh, Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah, yeah. Um, since we're, since uh, I was, I already want to go into like my my spoilers. Well, this movie has a little bit of everything in it. You know, like it it has characters that that you like and side with, and others where I legit couldn't wait for them to die. Like Evan, who we just talked about, played by uh, Tommaso Sanelli. I leaned over to my sister when I watched the movie, and I literally said right into her ear, I said, I hope this motherfucker dies. <laughs> He's so annoying, but that's the point. He, the, the, he was the, the character no one wanted to see make it through the movie. You know, you know what's funny about slasher movies? What's that? Is we could sit there and we watch that, and the first time somebody is slightly irritating, we go, I hope they die. Whereas if it's in real life, you would just be like, God, Fuck this that guy's motherfucker. fucking annoying. Like, yeah. I can't fucking stand. But we all watch a slasher movie, you're like, he deserves to die. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, you, you're, you're not entertaining me right now. You're annoying you're me. You're being Go an die. asshole. Like, uh, I feel like one of the best examples of that, and I feel like he doesn't get enough credit, is the dude, I can't think of the character's name, and you'll know who I'm talking about when I mention the movie, the Friday the 13th remake. The blonde guy? Yeah. The main guy? Like, yeah. That's just one of those characters. You meet him and you're like, I can't wait till you die. You just know, oh, Jason's going to bitch slap you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like you mentioned about, I know what you did last summer, this movie had some ingredients from some of the great slashers. Eli paid homage to classics with his knowledge of the genre, but made it his own movie without being a ripoff like the Green Inferno was. It's reminiscent of some of the classics, like there's some Halloween in there, My Bloody Valentine, Graduation Day, Scream, I Know What You Did Last Summer, like you said, and Happy Birthday to Me. There's even some Silence of the Lambs in there. When the cops go to the location, but there's nothing there, that's totally from Silence of the Lambs. So you could definitely see where the... Uh, where the inspiration was pulled from, but it's not done in a copycat way. It's done in like, a, okay, I see what you did there type of way. It's a, it's done in a, if you know your shit, you'll see what he did. If you're not familiar with the stuff, you'll, it'll go right over your head. Which it's funny that he could do that with this movie, but he couldn't with Green Inferno. <laughs> right. Right. Cause Cannibal Holocaust is like, well, no, Mother's Day is his favorite movie, the Louis Kaufman movie, but he really loved Cannibal Holocaust and that was why he wanted to do his own version of it. Yeah, but... He failed. Yeah, and uh, with spoilers, like, who didn't know it was fucking uh, McDreamy? I feel like that was pretty obvious. I can't even think of his real name. Patrick Dempsey. Thank you. <laughs> but uh, I think it's the best Eli Roth movie. That's Roth, Roth with two F's. Uh, but that doesn't say a whole lot. Uh, he could not resist having cheesy moments to it, though. Like, yeah. I feel like that's the thing with, like, we talked about Green Inferno, the whole, like, weed scene with the cannibals mm -hmm. and they eat the dude. That shit was so dumb. Uh, some over-the-top and gory kills, which is what you're going to expect from Eli. Uh, it'll be in my rotation for sure, because, yeah. I mean, there's not... 
It isn't like around other holidays where there's a ton of Thanksgiving movies. But uh, I won't put it in the great category, but I'll put it in the very good. I'll give it a 7.6 out of 10. Fair enough. Um, to me, it's. I agree. I think it's his best film. I loved it. As soon as it ended, I wanted to watch it again. To me, it I don't brought, think I went that far, but I'll definitely watch it again. But I didn't feel like I need to watch it right again. Yeah, as soon as it was over, I wished that I had it, like that it was at home, and that I could have just rewound it. It brought me back to a time when I watched slashers with my mom and sister, and when, the fun that we had. And this movie is as 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 a fun slasher demands to be rewatched in my opinion it's one of those ones that it's not super uptight it's not like watching high tension or something where you're like like jesus christ i'm so uptight like you can relax to this one and have a good time just like those old 80 slashers where it, as serious as they had some serious moments there was also a lot of downtime to just like enjoy yourself and just have a good time and i just immediately was like i would watch this again like you said definitely going to be rewatching it next year uh i'll be buying it for sure um it'll be a voodoo purchase for me <laughs> or i'll just give you the code fair enough either it. way i'm yeah. not i'm not getting it physical yeah I, I talked about it for days after seeing it actually i think uh visually and artistically all around eli knocked it out of the park and that's why i wanted to go on my little tirade earlier to say that my rating here i'm not fluffing the dude i'm not necessarily <laughs> a fan i i'm so i'm not gonna sit here and Grease's wheels or you know overly praise his work but the fact that i'm going to give this movie such a good review i just wanted to make sure that everybody knew going into this that i came in not expecting to like it nothing's perfect you know and the movie goes a little astray for me uh pause But as much as I liked it, nothing is perfect. Where the movie goes a little astray for me is that while I mentioned it pays homage, it also feels like it's cashing in on successful sequels of popular franchises like Halloween and Scream, the later ones, like the, 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 the newer ones. It feels like a hip take on what was supposed to be a grindhouse slasher. It's too polished. I still feel like it, I wish it was done in that grindhouse fashion with the grain and no shame of being offensive. And I wish Eli didn't pussy out with the cheerleader doing a split on the knife. That was the big moment in the trailer that really got the, that movie hyped and had everybody saying, well, he needs to make this movie. We still get a gnarly cheerleader trampoline kill. The kills are brutal as to be expected, like you said. And the John Carver costume rules. I'm, I, I gladly welcome him into the, the modern slasher icons. He's no art to clown, though. <laughs> uh, like the original Scream, Thanksgiving is very intelligently written to the point that I actually suspected everyone but who it actually was. So it's funny you said that anyone not know it was Patrick Dempsey because I got duped. I, really? I was not. I wasn't sure I who it was. I wouldn't say I got it early, but uh, there was a enough time in the movie i was pretty i was pretty sure it was him it wasn't until i saw patrick dempsey the sheriff on the ground assaulted at the end that i realized yo it's him it's fucking him <laughs> i didn't figure it out to the last second i, huh. I love when cat and mouse slashers actually pull off the surprise reveal at work that worked for me okay maybe um, it'd be interesting to see how uh how people deal with that yeah don't let your don't let uh, your fiance nicole 
watch it, listen to this episode before she watches it and see what she thinks if she can figure That's out if I can is. ever get her to watch it. It's a slasher movie. Fair enough. I'll, t- I'll tell her ghost faces in it in there somewhere. <laughs> uh, I guess just to add to what I was saying, I just wanted to add, like we just said, the most outrageous Black Friday mulling you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. All in all, I give Thanksgiving an 8.5 out of 10. Damn. Pretty high. Eli Roth there. pulled it off. Applause. Round of applause. Good job, Eli. <laughs> No, now uh, there is going to be a Thanksgiving two. He's already announced that two is in the works. Yeah, I saw that. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. Thanks to all the horror hounds and smokers out there for tuning in. Uh, join us next week, and we're going to review the Puppet Man and have a special guest, Brandon Christensen, with us. This is his second time on our show. Yep, joining the joining the the duo club. <laughs> duo? I don't think that's right. Dose Club. <laughs> just stole. Just, just whatever. I'm, I'm gonna just move on and pretend this didn't happen. Uh, follow us online at High on Horror 420 at uh, X Twitter. Well, that's actually the same thing. I dead named uh, X. Or damn it, no, I dead. Yes, dude, this weed. Fuck. Follow us online. High on Horror 420. Instagram, X, Facebook, TikTok. Uh, send us your puff puff ass questions at highonhorror420.com. Wait, I just fucked that up. God damn. Dude, man. <laughs> this weed is just getting me. I didn't even say the Gmail. I just said highonhorror420.com. I'm pretty sure. You want to edit this? <laughs> no, Josh we'll see. Well, well, I'm going to leave that up to Josh. So we'll see if it makes if it makes air. He probably ain't going to listen to it and just be like, oh, I didn't see a pause in there. They good. Anyway, make sure you give our email address. Our email is highonhorror420 at gmail.com. Check out our website at highonhorror.com. And uh, I should probably wrap this up before I just mess it up anymore. So uh, catch you later. See you next week, everybody. <laughs>